Okay, so the first thing we do before we start our guided meditations is we do the chant of metta. Everybody should have um, the sheets in front of them. And uh, there should be, it's a single paper. So before we do our guided meditations, we'll chant this. And also um, after, uh, during lunch, after the monks do their re reflection on requisites, we chant this all together as well. So we'll be doing this two times a day. So let's begin. May all beings be happy and secure. May all beings have happy minds. Whatever living beings there may be, without exception, weak or strong, long, short, medium, short, subtle or gross, visible or invisible, living near or far, born or coming to birth, may all beings have happy minds. Let no one deceive another, nor despise anyone anywhere, neither from anger nor ill will, should anyone wish harm to another, <clears throat> as a mother would risk her own life, a protector only child, even so towards all living beings, one should cultivate a boundless heart, one should cultivate for all the world a heart of boundless loving friendliness, above, below, and all around, unobstructed, without hatred or resentment, whether standing, walking, or sitting, lying down, or whenever awake, one should develop this mindfulness. This is called divinely dwelling here, not falling into erroneous views, virtuous and endowed with vision, removing desire for sensual pleasures. One comes never again to birth in the womb. What we just chanted has been chanted in the Buddhist world for well over 2,000 years. This is the oldest instructions that we have of the Buddha teaching us how to practice metta. And so this is the Karaniya Metta Sutta. It's very important. And it's something that I suggest you look over during the course of your time here while you're practicing metta. And also, when you go home, you can find it online. Keep this close to you. Um, keep the words in this. These are instructions on how to practice metta. And so, this is the first day of the metta retreat. You're going to get a lot of different instructions. Um, you're going to hear different guided meditations. And these are all allowing you to develop the tool set of working with ill will. Right? Metta is the practice of developing limitless goodwill, loving friendliness, however you want to um, translate it in your mind and abiding with that so that you directly counteract ill will, aversion, hatred, anger that arise. So all of what we're going to be going over with you during this retreat is for that goal. Metta is very important in that regard. So I'm not going to go um, 
talk too much about metta. I want to go directly into a guided meditation. So if somebody could turn the lights off. There's two little sliders because these lights are... So put the sliders down first if you can. Thank you. And then turn... Yes, thank you very much. First thing is to position ourselves, position our body in a way that will be comfortable for a good amount of time. We position our lower body in a way that is comfortable and stable. Whether we're sitting on a cushion or on a chair. And as we're setting up our posture, we bring our mindfulness, our awareness to our body. Observe what the body feels like and how it's positioned as you set yourself up. Make sure your hands are placed in a comfortable position. Your back should be naturally straight. By that, we're not forcing our back straight. We're allowing the natural curve of the back. Observe the balance of our upper body. Any kind of pain or imbalance will seem a very minor thing now, but 20 minutes from now, it will be a major thing. So we take the time with mindfulness to position ourselves. And once we've done that, we start out by taking three deep intentional breaths. From here on in, we let our breath go. We don't want to try to control the breath. The breath does what it does, whether you pay attention or not. It has since the moment you were born, and it will until the moment you die. 
remind ourselves that we are here to spend time with the breath. We don't have to worry about what time it is, how much time there's left in meditation. Just focus on the breath. Friends, we come to our meditation with many responsibilities, many burdens that make our minds heavy. Family, friends, work, school, bills, many things that wish to keep our mind in the past or the future. Just like the mighty Atlas holds the world on his shoulders, we too hold our world on our shoulders. And just for the time of this meditation, We want to practice letting go. Put down our burden. Lay down our world. There'll be plenty of time to pick it up again later. But for now, we practice letting go. Practicing letting go is like carrying a heavy backpack on a long journey. We take that backpack off. There's a feeling of lightness happiness, and freedom. So we continue to follow our breath. Just put the basic awareness and the breath coming in and the breath coming out. If a thought comes and takes you away to the future or the past, to worries about family and work and school. We acknowledge that it's there. We let go and we come back to the breath.
We're never trying to push these thoughts away, nor do we want to attach to them. We observe and let go. We can continue this practice even when we focus on metta instead of mindfulness of breathing. Continue to follow your breath as I give instructions to practice metta. We practice metta to counteract ill will in our minds. ill will that arises from people, places, experiences. Metta allows us to practice abandoning all ill will in all the deep dark corners of our mind. Metta can be done with words and visuals. But these words and visuals are means to an end. The words and visuals allow us to develop a mind state free of ill will and a feeling of limitless goodwill that arises in our body and our mind for all beings. This feeling and mind state free of ill will is the purpose of our practice. With metta, we always begin with the person that we often have the most aversion towards, that we're often the most judgmental and critical towards, person that even some of us might hate the most, more than any other person. And that person is ourselves.
We want to practice having metta, having goodwill for ourselves. Because if we don't have goodwill for ourselves, if we don't have compassion for ourselves, we cannot hope to have goodwill and compassion for others. These will be only superficial at best. We can begin by using words. We can say, may I find happiness. May I find peace. May I live in friendship with all beings. May I find release from suffering. Friends, this is not meant to be a mantra, just to be said over and over and over again. Each time you say these, you want to try to say them sincerely with an honest wish may I find happiness I deserve happiness may I find peace I deserve peace. May I live in friendship with all beings. May I find release from suffering. If you'd like to use a visual, you can imagine a picture of yourself in your mind, just as if you were looking at a mirror. Imagine that picture smiling back at you. Today, for most of the day, we want to practice metta for ourselves. Another way to practice this is to examine the good deeds that we've done, the good things that we do. Remind ourselves of that. We don't have to remind ourselves of the bad things we've done or the things that we didn't do that we should have. It's very easy 
to be critical of ourselves. It's not easy to be positive towards ourselves, to have goodwill towards ourselves, to be our own best friends. Because when you're your own best friend, you don't feel the need to use others for your happiness. You can live in friendship with others as well. This is not easy. It's not supposed to be. If you don't end a practice feeling all happy and blissed out and living in friendship with yourself and all beings, that's perfectly normal. Just like any kind of meditation, metta is a practice that develops over time. We do these practices for ourselves, not to bolster our ego or to think, oh, how good of a person I am, I'm such a good person, all these kind of things. It's to come to a balance, to counteract the natural criticism and negativity we have always harping on ourselves. We want to let go of that. May I find happiness. May I find peace. May I live in friendship with all beings. May I find release from suffering. So for today, for most of the day when you're practicing your metta, develop this metta for yourself. Another visual that I like to use is of a vision of myself in front of me that hugs myself. This is especially helpful in times where your mind is very full of ill will and self-hatred.
And sometimes during the day, if you'd like, if you have that strong metta for yourself, you can practice sending it out to all beings. One of the ways the Buddha taught us to practice is to send our metta out, pervade our metta like a beam of light in the six directions. May all beings in front of me, out into infinity, Find happiness. May they find peace. May they live in friendship with each other. May they find release from suffering. And you can do so likewise with all beings to your left, to your right, behind, above, and below. We are using these words and visuals to chip away at the ill will in our mind. The more we do this, the more we let go, the more peace and contentment arise. And that tranquility allows concentration to come very easily. And as Bhante said last night, a concentrated mind sees things as they truly are. So we practice this metta to free our minds from this heavy burden of ill will that arises for ourselves and for others. So those who have signed up for an interview with Bhanteji can go meet him in the Sangha Hall. Everybody else, we will continue to practice developing metta and friendship for ourselves until lunchtime.